Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. One of the images that I've thought about my entire life, right, is you think about, like, the New York Stock Exchange. You think about the NASDAQ. Heck, you think about trading places in Eddie Murphy and all of that, right? Like, the, some of the coolest stuff. Those are just memories that you think of. And I've always thought to myself, I'm like, yeah. I've never been there. I've never seen how it shakes out and how it goes down. And I know that over time, um, you don't have the same sort of setup. But it's still a cool thing that you see from time to time on television, right? Because we're all talking about financial stuff and, you know, things and, and companies going public. Well, I have a friend that actually was a part of this this week at the NASDAQ. His company was part of the closing bell. And if you look, just go do a Google search online. Fit Life Brands Incorporated rings the NASDAQ stock market closing bell. And joining us here on The Lake Show, because I wanted some perspective what it was like to be there, is Pat Ryan, Chief Retail Officer for Fit Life Brands. And he's joining us via the, uh, the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. First off, Pat, thanks so much for being on the show tonight. Hey, Lake, man, this is this is awesome, man. This is like this is almost feels as good as it felt yesterday being in New York, man. I appreciate this. Hey, man, it's all good, man. I want to talk to you like I'm talking to Eddie Murphy. But look, look, tell me this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll put salmon in my fur jacket. I'll oh, put man. put salmon in my fur jacket, man. Let's take it. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, so, 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 so let's get to it. All right. So, so what was yeah. it like? Well, first off, for the people out there listening, uh, tell them a little bit about Fit Life Brand. So be- before we get to how you guys got to the NASDAQ. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a funny story. So um, we we kind of started in like the GNC world, and um, I got started in college, went to Kansas State, and uh, you know never thought it'd be a career at the time. Just a good way to get some free supplements and make some commission. You know that's what everybody thinks about GNC at the time, and ended up kind of becoming a career. Realized it could kind of change people's lives. But at the end of the day, like we, so I, I graduated college, moved up to Nebraska, and basically we started this company. One guy had a vision and idea named Corey in Omaha, Nebraska. And um, basically what he did was we developed supplements. So sports nutrition supplements, diet supplements. And then fast forward, you know, 24, 25 years later, um, we have 13 different brands. We're in Amazon. We're really big in GNC still. A vitamin shop, you can find us in Rite Aid, Walgreens. Some of those stores, we have like one SKU. Some of those SKUs, we have 60 or 70 SKUs. Amazon, we have probably close to 200 SKUs. So SKUs means like individual items. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me, for me, I'm like a very ADHD, ADHD type of guy. Yep. And I was able to like really take that passion energy and put it in a place that like literally I go to bed at night still to this day, 22 years later, working for this company 
and I can't wait to wake up and go to work. And that's not easy, man. And, and at some point, I hope it never goes away, but it's still there for me. And uh, if, if you, if you're listening, listeners out there have that feeling and, Hey, you know how it feels when you love your job. It's a great place to be. Absolutely. So, so, so you're at FitLife Brands. Uh, you're you're there from the inception. It blows up. You guys are taking off. You're doing well, and then you get to the point of this week going to the Nasdaq. So, so talk about the process of getting to the Nasdaq and being a part of the closing bell. Because I have the video of you, and you're there. And you're all <laughs> fired up, and you're pumped up amongst the people, man. So, so talk about uh, the, let's the, go. Talk about the process of even getting there to New York and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's kind of a it's kind of a, a funny story. So we we've had a couple different groups take us. We, we used to be a private company, um, and I had a little share in the business. Um, two other guys. One guy was the founder. So we had a little piece of the business. One guy had most of it. And um, we got bought out by a company called Burnham Hill. And these guys decided to take us on the uh, bulletin board. So the bulletin board is like a place where maybe there's not as stricter rules, but you can still buy stock, but it's mm-hmm. really thinly traded. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a bad place to be, but it's not the best place to be. And so what we always tried to do was run our company to get onto the NASDAQ or the NYMEX and, and, or the New York Stock Exchange. And, um, and, and you have to have a certain revenue number. You have to, so many, so many buyers and sellers need to buy a certain amount of shares every day. You have to report, you know, when I say reporting, whether it's an AK, 10K, um, you know, different, what those basically are, are different reporting methods of like what your, what your revenue is. It's audited every quarter. And they have a lot of different rules. There's, there's a couple other rules that we really had to look at too. And once you qualify, then you can, you can be uplisted. And that process for us is literally Probably since we've been on the bulletin board, it's been 13 to 14 years. Yeah, I was that goes say, to show you. I was going to say, yeah, it's, probably, it's yeah. probably been a minute for you guys to get to that particular point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, 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 uh, you don't go from you know $100,000 to a $1 million to $40 million. Some people do, but for us it took some time, and yep. uh, we had to fight through the recession in 2007, 2008, and you know, a lot of people did, right? And so yep. once we got hit there, we almost had to rebuild the company again. Yep. Hey, we're talking to Pat Ryan, Chief Retail Officer for FitLife Brands here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. So, so talk to me about the, the day of. So you're there. Um, yeah. You guys are part of the closing bell. There's articles. People can do a Google search right now and see it. I mean, one of the articles that I'm yeah. looking at right now says investors appear satisfied with FitLife Brands. Prospects of shares rocket 41 percent. What was it like when you're in the building, when you're in the room? You know, because we've seen these images for years where it's like kind of like frantic and there's a lot of hustle and bustle and there's a lot going on. And it used to be, you know, years ago, well, the people are like ringing the bell and all that. And I know it's changed over time with technology. But just talk about that. Man, you know, it's it's, it's funny because you get on a plane and you think it's going to be like a blip. Like you think it's going to you're going to get on the plane. So I flew out yesterday. Made it a quick trip. You know, I wanted to get in and get out. I've been in New York a million times. Love the city. Um, great place. But so I, I, we landed, you know, we had a, a nice lunch. We went to nice lunch as a team. So we brought 10 people with us. Maybe I think we ended up having 12 with us. And um, and really, we, we get to the NYMEX front door. We knock. We go in. And you think you're, like I said, you're going to get on screen for one or two seconds, and that's it. These guys started taking pictures of us, taking pictures of our team. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, hey, you can look out the door. And we look out the door. They walk us out there, and we're on the billboard in Times Square. Where like, like me and one of my coworkers, you know, giving a, giving a pound to each other and, and joking around, doing a double biflex, just a, a double, you know, bicep, just having fun, you know, just wow. joking around. You know, we're in, the, we're, in the sports, we're in the sports nutrition business. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to loop this for the next hour. So it's like the next hour, it's like 
you know, CNBC goes live to a different show and somebody texts me like, Hey, I just saw like one of the billboards with you sitting on it, man. And I'm like, so it's kind of a, you know, it's like, what? And so, so you think, you know, it's like, you know, we're like joking around, you know, you know, doing the fun stuff, not even thinking about it. And, and my guy, this guy that was, uh, the photography guy, me and him just like hit it off. So he's like, man, let's do some fun stuff, man. So we're just, like I said, we're doing like some flexes and just, just, just having, you know, getting, getting fun with it. And, and, uh, like I said, next thing you know, we're up on Times Square. Just you know, I think they run it every single day for whatever company's going. Yeah. Um, but I think we really made made it a fun thing and took advantage of it. But and then you and then you get up. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but let me ask you this: so 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 everybody's suited because you know you had a suit on everything. But is it relaxed? Yep. Is it kind of a relaxed atmosphere, or is Man. everybody kind of like uptight? Man, it's it's here's what's funny. It's and, and I don't even want to compare this to like a NFL draft or anything like that because listen, it's not even. It's 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 a different. Like I think every player wants to be an NF, go to the NFL. I think everybody in the business that we're in would like to get to the Nasdaq, right? So I guess if you look at it from that, it's like what's what's the peak in the business world? It doesn't mean you're guaranteed success because you get there, but there's definitely there was a want to be there, right? And it yeah. took a lot of work. But so just getting there just felt like a little bit of relief, like holy cow, we're here. You know, it's it's done. But then what they do is they put three different cameras in front of you. Bloomberg, CNBC, and Fox Business News. And they say, we're going to give you a 10-second count. Let's put some energy out there, show some excitement. You know, that's, that's how it always works on TV, right? Mm-hmm. And which, for me, is easy, so I'm going to take advantage of that. And so all of a sudden, there's like a 10, 9, 8, and then you, you, you hit the button, which the button isn't really a button. It's like a, basically like a computer screen, like you, hit, like you act like you're hitting. And confetti goes off. But the, I'm going to tell you right now, when you get to that, like, 3, 2, 1, Bro, it felt like I was doing two hours of cardio, which I haven't done in a long time. Heart's kind of going. Like I'm throwing the, I'm throwing the fist in the air, you know. Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm about ready to start doing some jumping jacks, and and uh, you know, we just, we got live with it, man. It was, it was fun, and and uh, for me, it, it was a good way to let loose of that energy, and just like I said, had no expectation, but all of a sudden, when that clock started counting, it was like, wow, this is for real. Like I can't believe my body's going like this, and yeah. and. Uh, so I, w- I would put it to like somebody that's done a presentation and walking up for the first time and gets those goosebumps, that kind of feel, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm totally with yeah. you. Hey, Pat, man, congratulations. I'm so happy that you Thank came you. on the show, man. Thank I you. mean, that's, dude, that's an awesome story because, like, like I said before, and you've seen trading uh, uh, places before, man. Like, when you think about all the stuff as man. young kids that we see, like, in terms of television, yeah. and just like, even if you're just scrolling through on a business, you know, on a perspective of, of in the morning yeah. and looking at the business and who, what stocks are up and what stocks are down, I think that's like the coolest thing ever. Now, tell me you took some pictures of the Times Square stuff. Man, man, I got, some, I got some pictures. I'm going to send them to you. I don't know if you could post them, uh, but man, you guys are going to get a little, you're going to get a little laugh out of this. And, and I, I want to definitely send a shout out to anybody that's a mini up in, of course, I never knew what mini meant until I met you, Henry, mm-hmm. but everybody in mini, go check out the local GNC stores. You can find us on fit life brands. Uh, we have a locator there, so you can find a location. We make some of the best sports nutrition products in the business. I think you'll love what we do and what we make. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it's, it's, Henry, I forgot your question. I just wanted to plug no, that. No, 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 no. I'm just thanking you for coming on the show, man. That's Pat yes. That's Pat Ryan, Chief Retail Officer from FitLife Brands. And I'll see you this weekend as well, man, because I'll be in KC. My man, looking forward to it, brother. Well, go get some barbecue. All Thank right. you, everybody. All right, take care. That's, that's Pat Ryan. He is awesome. One of my, And when I say one of my best friends in Kansas City, I mean it. He absolutely is one of the coolest dudes. I love his products, love his brands. But I just wanted to talk to him about that. 
specific. I mean, think about that. I've never been there and done that in my life. How many people get that opportunity? Uh, That is one of those. It's one thing to go to New York, but you have to be in a special place financially and business wise to be able to to make it to the opening bell of the Nasdaq. Man, he's I just think it's cool. When I saw the video of him hyped up and it's the closing bell. I said, oh, Pat's got to see. That's the one word I could use to describe his hype. Like, I mean, he's a perfect hype man. Like yep. the, the pitch at the end, it was just like, yeah, yeah, that, that was awesome. Good. You know, good for him because good dude. you good dude. you only, yeah, like he said, you don't get this opportunity very often. Yep. All right. Coming up next, uh, Steve Grove with the um, Star Tribune. He was on with Jason DeRusha earlier today and he talked about the newspaper's philosophy. And I do want to get into it and address it. We do that next year on the Lake Show. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk, 830-WCCO. The newspaper business. I love newspapers. We'll still buy one. Um, Don't have to buy one, right? Because we get them here. You know, we have a subscription here at the station. But I love the fact that Steve Groh, who's the CEO and publisher of the Star Tribune, he was on earlier today with Jason Russia. And he gave his thoughts and and kind of like laid out a little bit of a philosophy, in my opinion, of how they go about their business at the Star Tribune in terms of when they put out uh, the news, they share topics, they share opinions, they they, they, they talk about um, what's going on in the world. Take a listen to his response and what he had to say and just kind of like the newspaper's philosophy. I think it's interesting. Well, we're excited about growing our media offerings for the entire state. And a big part of what makes the Star Tribune interesting and any paper of record interesting is to be kind of a water cooler for discussion about where the state should go. And the Star Tribune opinion pages have 
long served as that for Minnesota. But one of the things we think we can do better on is capturing voices from a more diverse spectrum of viewpoints, whether that be political, demographic, uh, geographical. And to do that, you got to be more proactive. You got to be out there in the community asking people for their opinions and soliciting commentary from people from a wide range of, of viewpoints and backgrounds. And so this new role, a community and engagement director, will be solely focused on that. How do we bring more Minnesotans' voices on where the state should go into our opinion pages and create a more robust and exciting conversation about where Minnesota's headed? It's such a unique time in our state's journey that this feels like the right moment to kind of expand uh, our platform for that content. I think that's a great philosophy and a great way to look at it. It has to be. And the reason why I say this is because I do think that oftentimes with big-time newspapers, specifically talking about the Star Tribune here, we do get lost in terms of not hearing specific voices, not hearing from certain demographics, not hearing from everybody across the state. The Minnesota, um, the Minneapolis Star Tribune, as a major newspaper in this country, is not just about Minneapolis. I get it. It's the Minneapolis Star Tribune. And you look across the uh, the river, the St. Paul Pioneer Press. But it should be about what's going on in our state. And I think they do a pretty good job. I like his philosophy about it. But we should continue with that thought about expanding the coverage and it being more diverse. I think that that's important for all of us, and it actually helps our media industry. There are some people who feel like they are excluded from the conversation, like the because it's the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Therefore, it's Minneapolis and a few suburbs. It doesn't go to, you know, Jeff in Sauk or Alexandria, Brainerd or Rochester, Red Wing, Winona, Marshall, Laverne, wherever. Same thing with the, the Pioneer Press. It, you know, the, the newspaper business, I, I feel... It's gone through its peaks and valleys just like every other media you know, platform because they've had to evolve as well. You see so many of these newspapers that are, are getting into the digital realm and now they're getting into their, you know, their, their web exclusive content. And to, to be proactive in wanting to include everybody that maybe doesn't feel like they have a voice – there's always going to be some some hatred because oh well they don't represent me, you know, they they don't have my best interest in heart. How do how do they know what I'm thinking when I'm living in outstate Minnesota, and it's completely different than the Twin Cities. So yeah, if they can go out and proactively get this information from people, you know I, I feel like it's it's important because we are so divided, and in the divide too sometimes I don't feel is necessarily rooted in fact. It's rooted in opinion and emotion. I'm going to tell you what I miss more than anything. When we we talk about back in the day, one of my favorite places, I, I, I miss it to this day, was Shinders. Me and you, we've talked about this before. I, I, I totally miss Shinders. You know what one of the coolest things I, I about Shinders that I absolutely loved? And everybody knows this about Shinders. Kids could go in there and we could get our comics. Mm-hmm. You could go in there and you can get your cards, baseball, football, whatever cards you wanted. But you know what the coolest thing that was unique to Shenders that I absolutely loved in terms what? of the, the books? You go into Shenders and I could get the Sunday paper from major cities all mm-hmm. across the country. I could go in and I could get the, the L.A. Times. 
I could go and get these uh, San Diego uh, uh, Tribune? What, Union, Union Tribune. Union Tribune, yeah. You could, there were so many. That, that Because you, you felt connected, like you were getting information you couldn't get anywhere else. I was getting information I couldn't get. I can't be yeah. in Cincinnati, but I can go to Schindler's and get the damn newspaper. It was special. It, it was, man. I yeah. do miss those days. Yeah, I, and I feel like you, the Internet has done a good job of connecting everybody almost too, point, too, too much. To the point that everybody's almost too too involved with everybody else's business, but it, it does kind of take that you know that that little bit of specialness away, that little bit of magic, because things that used to be unique because they were only accessible at certain places or in you know certain certain ways, like anything you want is accessible online anytime. So you know the. You know, they're to, you know, fingers down. Oh, okay, you know, I can type in, you know, the San Diego Union Tribune or the Los Angeles Times. But I mean, I, it's again, it's it's just part of the evol- it's just part of the evolution. Yeah. I feel like that's I get, been- and I get that, and I get that. I, that. That's just another one of those back in the day type things. But and, that and was super, wrong with but it. that was super cool. But I, but I think that I guess the reason why I brought that up is because the philosophy of the diversity in what the Star Tribune should be bringing is something that. Um, we need to continue to talk about because it needs to happen. And we should be valuing all opinions across the board. And I know that there'll be things that will come up in an op-ed that you'd be like, well, I can't, I can't get with this. Yeah. But that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I, it, it, just because it's out there and you don't agree with it, I mean, it might make you uncomfortable. It doesn't make it wrong. I mean, it, I do feel like there are – everybody should have a right to have their voice heard. Whether or not you agree with it is immaterial. But they have that right as an individual. And if the Star Tribune or anybody as a media entity can seek it out, then it's good because it adds to inclusion. It adds to a sense of community. And guess what? I feel like that's one of the main ways that you can build your business. It just by having that sense of community and that sense of inclusiveness. And, you know, there are a lot of people that don't get that right now. Yep. All right. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather with uh, Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas. But, um, We all want to be safer, and we're all concerned about crime. But Minnesota, where does it rank with regards to safety in the U.S.? We'll get to that next year on The Lake Show. The topic of feeling safe, wanting to live a good life, not be around crime, being able to pay for your groceries, just live a good life overall. We want to be safe, and and we're concerned about stuff. Where does Minnesota rank with regards to safety in the U.S. and how it's defined? According to WalletHub, and they do these type of rankings and stuff 24-7 all the time about various different things going on in the country. But according to WalletHub, Minnesota ranks eighth in the country of safest states to live. So they, they did the ranking of safest states in America for 2023. The overall top ranking went to Vermont. Number 50 was Louisiana. Isn't that where the new house, Speaker of the House is from? Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't be throwing shade. No, I be throwing no shade. connection. Come on, Henry. Come All right. On. Uh, number two, Maine. Maine is ranked second I'm overall. Sen- I'm sensing a theme. Uh, three, yeah, clearly, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Where does Minnesota rank? Okay, 
because clearly they weren't one, and they definitely weren't 50. Ver- Vermont Ma- and Maine and New Hampshire. Minnesota came in at number eight. They ranked eighth. All right, and so let me give you the categories that that they look at here. All right, so the category that they first have listed, because Minnesota ended up with a total score of fifty nine point eighty three, Vermont had sixty eight point two seven. And what's the? Was it just out of like seventy? I assume then. Out of what? We said Minnesota ended up with like a fifty eight. Yeah, 58. They don't have what the baseline oh, okay. scores okay. are. So um, they just they calculated the totals based on um, beyond just the rankings. And you have to look at this specific wallet hub to see what the mythology of it is. Gotcha. Okay. But 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 let me go through what some of the different aspects were that they that they touch on and how they got there. Personal and residential safety. Let me repeat. Personal and residential safety. They came in at 18. I think that's important to note. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of times people will talk about, and there's political bias with it, they'll talk about Minneapolis not being safe. Or they'll say that St. Paul's not being safe. The bigger cities with more people that they're not safe places. I am not going to sit here and say that for for one second I have not Mm -hmm. thought about the issues of crime that have occurred in Minneapolis, all parts of Minneapolis or all parts of St. Paul. There's been crime all across the state. I remember one night we're here and one of the stories that we pivoted to was all of these carjackings that were taking place in Woodbury. Yeah. There were like five or six people that night. So, 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 and we're seeing a lot of different, um, unfortunately, uh, crimes that are taking place in outstate Minnesota where police officers are being attacked and shot at. Yeah, there was one just uh, yeah, just a week ago. The, the, we're getting one of those outstate. It's, it's almost like one every couple of weeks. But the, the, the personal and residential safety, Minnesota ranked 18th. Now, financial safety, they ranked third. Third for financial safety. Road safety. We better be high with all the damn construction we do in Minnesota. Road safety, they were high. Minnesota ranked fourth. Really? Oh, dude, considering the awful drivers we've got here, I'm stunned. Well, it's not just Sorry. about drivers. It's road safety. I know, but these drivers here are just worst drivers in the nation here in Minnesota. Well, I mean, you're probably one of the key people that's 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 playing a part of it. Oh, that. I'm adding to it. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm part so, of the problem. So let me tell you how they got to the uh, to the points in, in, in road safety. Okay. They factor in traffic and discipline, fatalities per 100 million vehicle miles of travel, DUIs per capita, uh, pedestrian and cyclist fatality rate. So there's a bunch of things that went in there, and road quality and all that stuff goes in sure, there too. Yeah. Um, so and also the share of uninsured drivers factored in too. Mm. All right. So what did I say for the road safety? Uh, you said they were fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Workplace safety. Where do you think they ranked? I, I I don't I don't know how you would define workplace safety. So. Uh, I would think based right, well, on. Let me let me help you out then. Okay, I'll, I will give you. I'd um, say top fifteen, top the, twenty, because it's all in there. Okay, fatal occupational injuries per hundred thousand full time workers, injuries and illnesses per ten thousand full time workers, 
a median day's loss due to occupational injuries and, and illnesses. Okay. In presence of occupational safety and health at plans. I'd have to say we're pretty high because I, I don't hear much Give about that. Give me a that. number. Uh, 12. Minnesota came in at number nine. And then the final category was emergency preparedness. Okay. And let me roll out what emergency preparedness is. Two things. Number of climate disasters causing a billion dollars in damages in past decades. Loss amount from climate disasters causing $1 billion in damages per capita. Clearly, Minnesota is a place where our weather it's cold, yeah. we get snow, and we'll get occasional tornadoes. We don't deal with hurricanes. We don't get earthquakes. So we're pretty solid in that. In that, Yeah, I, I, we, we are. We complain. But in terms of the preparedness number, we, we ended up 23rd. Really? Yeah. I, I would have thought that based on what we have, that we would have been higher there. Because we don't have, you know, to deal with hurricanes and, you know, all, you know, earthquakes and mudslides and everything like that. It, that, that kind of surprises me. I, I thought we'd be a little bit higher than that. I'll say this. When you look at it, which that surprised me a little bit too, the only in the top 10, mm-hmm. the only state in the top 10 that's from the Midwest is Minnesota. That's it. Good for Every, us. Everything else, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Utah, Hawaii, and we're right after Hawaii. Okay. I... I that's, that's something to feel good about. So I think I, it is. Yeah. The, 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 the point of me bringing all of this up is that I do feel like a lot of times we complain and we complain and we complain and we complain about Minnesota. I love it. Now, now I'm not saying it's a perfect city because I don't I don't believe there is any perfect city. Everything has a fall. But like there's some people I love New York City. I don't. It's too much damn trash for me. Yeah, I mean, di- different people enjoy things yes. at, di- at different speeds. Some, sometimes Minnesota or Minneapolis or St. Paul, whatever, is too slow for certain people. It, it, they, it they need to hustle and bustle. I, I just, I, I think that our, I think we do a good job here in Minnesota. I think one of the big knocks for Minneapolis, St. Paul, and and I feel this is a metro thing that since George Floyd and. You know, and and the riots. I feel like that is a permanent stain on the metro that I don't feel is ever going to go away. And we can well, have. So it's a story that's never going away. Well, I, I mean, it, 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 no, yeah. George, George Floyd is like our Rodney King, our Emmett Till, that type of situation. Yeah, it, it is. And then you can look at everything that they've done to try and and make Minneapolis a better place. And I feel like they've made a lot of strides. It's, it's still there's still a lot of work to do, but I feel like they've done a good job of trying to rebuild what they could. But there's just always going to be the, this part of you know the the public that is never going to be able to get over that. It's because of the stigma. Because the, oh, rea- absolutely. the, the reality is, if you go and you look at the, if you look, go and look at the data, crime is down. Yeah, it's it, down. Crime is yeah. So, they, they've so, done a good. They've done a good job yeah, of, of curbing that. So, so, so the people listening that say that they're never coming back to downtown Minneapolis, you're missing out. And for what I don't even believe that because the Vikings have a, a still new stadium. Mm-hmm. The Wolves are going to get a new stadium. Like there's there's you're going to have to return 
Um, if you want to be a, be a part of some of the really yeah. cool stuff that goes on in our state, if you don't want to be a part of that, that's on you. But the bottom line is this. Crime is down. People are um, in downtown Minneapolis. Before we started the show tonight, I took a walk down towards Hennepin. Man, you see these hotels and all yeah. these people? It's tons of people downtown. Yeah, there are a lot so of we people, have to get yeah. past that stigma. Yeah, and that's to see. But and we're not the only city with that, though. There's a lot of cities like oh, that. Oh, we are. I'll, I'll give you an example that, you know, living here and working in downtown Minneapolis, my cousin, her boyfriend lives in South Dakota. And he was telling me how awful downtown Minneapolis was. And I wanted, you know, I'm like, well, what's so wrong about it? You know, he's telling me about the crime and the drugs and everything. And I'm like, I work downtown Minneapolis. I can tell you that what you're what you're telling me is not the vibe that I get. And I come down here five days a week and, and he's like, well, no, I, I can't believe you because this is what I see mm-hmm. on TV. Yep. And but see, that's that's the problem. Like we we can say this, but it's there's just people have some people have made their mind up yep. and it's never going to change. And and I, get that. I and, and I feel bad because there are so many things that you're going to miss out on. But it, it it makes me sad because when we moved back here, I used to love downtown Minneapolis. Like I, I love taking the light rail coming down here before my daughter was born. Like my wife and I, we'd go to shows and we'd go out to eat and we would just enjoy our time. And and I just feel like that's been lost to a certain extent. I don't know if we're ever going to get it back. Hey, real quick, speaking of crime, uh, there is breaking news that there's a um, and, and this is not local. This is a national situation in Lewistown, Maine. Uh, from the sheriff's office there, suspect still at large after three active shooter events in Lewistown, Maine. So it, what we're seeing on the screen here, uh, and one of the televisions on CNN, uh, can we put put uh, in the break, let's put Fox up there. But there's a gentleman, um, I mean, he's look at that, man. He's just got an assault weapon. That's terrible. Still at large after three active shooter events in Lewistown, Maine. So in a commercial break, I'll try to see if I can get some more information on this. But this is not hopefully um, not too many people are harmed. But, man, that those photographs, that does not look good. That does not look good. All right, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, uh, we'll get to headlines here on The Lake Show. Right, let's dive into the headlines here on The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Let's see what Christopher Tubbs has up his sleeve on this Wednesday evening. And programming note, Steve Thompson in for the rest of uh, the week for me, mm-hmm. I believe, because I'm going to be out of town the next few days. You are correct, Stevie T, uh, tomorrow and Friday. So, Stevie T and Frage Lake. Hey, a push to stop the dangerous practice of hazing on college campuses is gaining support across the country. Good. Senators Amy Klobuchar and Bill Cassidy from Louisiana, obviously Amy Klobuchar from here, along with Representative Lucy McBath from uh, Georgia and Jeff Duncan, are introducing the bipartisan Stop the Campus Hazing Act, which would require that schools report hazing incidents, along with establishing a campus-wide program to educate students about the dangers of hazing. Now, at a press conference Tuesday that addressed the bill, Klobuchar was joined by the Santuli family of Eden Prairie and their son Danny. Of course, the 19-year-old was left blind and in a wheelchair after nearly dying during a hazing incident at the University of Missouri in October 2021. Mm. I remember hearing this story, too. It was just a terrible story at the time. Still a terrible story. 
His father, Tom, said it happened during what's called, quote, a secret pledge dad reveal night where the young men were ordered to the basement without wearing shirts. Danny was given vodka. There's surveillance video that shows Danny asked for them to stop. His father said Danny wanted to stop. He said, no more, no more. I'm good. And then the pledge that took the bottle, looked at it, realized it wasn't empty, gave it back. That happened three times. And then Danny was forced to drink from a beer bong. Finally, after falling over, other members of the Fiji fraternity were seen dropping him unconscious on a couch. Now, as Father Tom said, at one point, Danny slid off the couch, then panic set in. Danny lost oxygen to the brain and went into cardiac arrest. The National Study of Student Hazing found that more than half of college students involved in the extracurricular clubs, athletic teams, and organization experience hazing. Since 2000, there have been more than 50 hazing-related deaths. This is something that I'm glad you put on there because it has to stop. I am a proud member of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity. And, you know, my dad told me many years ago that we don't do that. We're not a part of, of hazing people. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that people have never been hazed in the fraternity that I'm in. Clearly, that's a thing. That is a problem with sororities and fraternities as a whole. Some sort of initiation, though? But, no, 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 I'm talking about hazing. Just the hazing. I'm talking about hazing. No, 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 for, I've, I've never been hazed in my life. But but what I'm saying is is that you know that, that that stuff happens and they do, you know, underground stuff and various. But our fraternity says no. And it's a big deal. If anything gets back to international headquarters at any small town, big city, anything, because we're talking about liability here, right? Absolutely. 100%. It's a wrap. You're done. I'm really surprised at this point we're still hearing about hazing. I mean, yeah, you, you see you know, the old school and Animal House and these old school like movies that that that's a main part of the hijinks. Yep. But you mentioned the word liability. That's where things start to come in. There's a real life aspect and the day after that they need to deal with. So I really yeah, I take this to heart. I remember when I got to to Morehouse when I was in college on campus and I never wanted to be an alpha. I'm, I'm a member of Cap Alpha Psi fraternity. OK, but the alphas, um, they, they were black and gold. We were crimson and cream. Okay. They weren't on campus. They were off campus because there was a high-profile death on campus like a few years before I, I got to college. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they were kicked off. Mm, wow. Ugh, terrible story. Hey, an airport in Houston temporarily grounded all flights on Tuesday after two private jets collided on their tarmac. Now, the incident took place about 3.30 when a, twin, when a twin engine jet departed without permission from the William P. Hobby Airport runway and collided with another twin-engine jet that was landing on the runway, this according to the Federal Aviation Administration. Now, no injuries were reported in the collision, and it's unclear how many people were on board either aircraft. The two private jets, quote, clipped their wings as they were moving on the airfield. Hobby Airport said in a post on X, still sounds weird, it's Twitter, let's be honest. I always say Twitter, man, I'm it's sorry. Tw- it's Twitter, it's not X. You say X, you're, you're just a weirdo. The airport remained under a ground stop while crews worked to remove the debris. Now, the airport announced the debris had been cleared just after 7 p.m. and the flight operations had restored. Hobby Airport is located seven miles from downtown Houston. The incident remains under investigation by the FAA and the National Transportation Safety Board. You're trying to traumatize me, right? Everybody knows I have issues with flying. Yeah, that, that was and the now only you reason. Men- and now you mentioned, yeah, I know. Yeah, that- I, I talked about my situation. Uh, you weren't here on Monday, but I was with Josh Wheeler. And uh, 
my travel to the D.C. area, mm-hmm. flying in and out of Dulles, small plane. Oh, I, I know you're. I know you're not comfortable with it. That was the real reason that I put it on here is to make you uncomfortable. Thank you. I appreciate I, that. Hey, you know anything I can do to you know what they say uh, for the brand? Face your fears, right? Face your fears. Yes, that's uh, that's what I meant to say. Hey, the uh, Grammy Award-winning rapper Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has joined the Texas Ranchers pickleball team as a part owner and a strategic advisor. Quote: Pickleball is the moment. And I'm excited to be part of the Texas Ranchers ownership group, he said in a statement. Hmm. I've enjoyed watching and couldn't pass up the opportunity to join this team of owners. Now, the Texas Ranchers are one of eight founding Major League Pickleball teams in the United States. Now, in his role as a strategic advisor, he'll provide direction for the brand to help drive national and local fandom to the sport, further strengthening the Texas Ranchers position as America's pickleball team. My God, the Cowboys are already America's team. Move on, Texas. You got enough. He'll also support creative uh, ideation and the development of future apparel collaborations and work with the team to build pickleball courts in underserved areas. That's cool. Of course, pickleball is a paddle sports game that's quickly gained popularity, but he's no stranger to the world of sports. He's performed on the ESPYs. He's done the music for Skip Bayless' Fox 1 Undisputed and is also a contributor to the show. I'm not played pickleball yet. Everybody's playing it but me. I'm sure you have. Yeah, we have. We got a, a pickleball. I know it. Oh yeah, it's it's fun though. It's it's you get your cardio, but it's not like super intense. And I mean, my my daughter can play too, and she's not like she's uber competitive, but she doesn't like sports. So it's a good way to get her, you know, out and get her exercising. Active. Yeah. So we kind of we have to pick our spots with her because she's thirteen and she's getting into a thirteen year old, you know, girl mindset. So pickleball is great, but yet yeah, I don't know that. I mean, I, I I understand the craze. I don't understand yeah, the I, overboard with it. I, why everybody's freaking out? It's about fun, it. but it's not like, wow, this is a pickleball. Yeah, people love it. Right, it's now. a little tennis badminton deal. Yeah. It's you know, it's just a thing. All right, coming up next, let's talk some hockey with Jesse Pierce from the Bar Down Beaters Podcast and NHL.com. How are those Minnesota Wild doing? Talk to her next year on the Lake Show. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.